0: I'm Carol Hills, and this is The World. When Reed Davenport was in college, he planned to spend a semester abroad. He got into a program in Florence, Italy. But he was strongly discouraged from attending after program officials learned he has cerebral palsy. That could have been the end of the story. Instead, it gave him a powerful idea. Bridget McCarthy reports. Reed Davenport welcomes me to a small apartment in downtown Washington, D.C. Hi. How are you? Good. Davenport is cheerful and clean-cut. He graduated from George Washington University last spring with a degree in journalism and is now living on his own. He says his parents raised him to be self-reliant.
1: I have challenges, but everyone has challenges.
0: He can walk, but he uses a wheelchair most of the time. He says, for one thing, people stare at him less when he's in the wheelchair.
1: It kind of explains a lot.
0: Davenport has to work a lot harder to get the words out, but he didn't want me to use a voiceover for him. In fact, in addition to being a freelance reporter, he's an occasional public speaker. His cerebral palsy gives him a unique perspective.
1: And that times, really therapy for me to worry about what I go through with. I let you have my voice heard.
0: He says he likes to have his voice heard. During his junior year in college, Reed hoped to study in Italy, but when the program officials learned he used a wheelchair, they talked him out of it because of the lack of accessibility. He was disappointed, but then he began to wonder, what's it like for people with physical disabilities in Europe? Last winter, Davenport went with a cameraman to find out. He produced a documentary about the trip. It's called Wheelchair Diaries. Davenport was shocked by how hard it was to get around, because so few buildings, public transportation, even sidewalks were wheelchair accessible.
1: Europe is such a progressive society, and it was a juxtaposition between the progressive society and the lack of accessibility.
0: He interviewed people from Ireland, Belgium, France, and Italy, including Carlotta Basazzi, director of the European Disability Forum.
1: There are uh, around uh, 14% of people with disability in in Europe, so
0: they are not first-class citizens. There is a lot of discrimination. Davenport learned that discrimination takes different forms there. People with disabilities are also much less visible than in the United States. He went around Brussels with a journalist named Francois, who also has cerebral palsy and uses a wheelchair. There weren't even curb cuts in the sidewalks, so Davenport had to ride in the street alongside traffic. He and Francois spent several hours just trying to find a place to eat. Nothing was accessible. Here's Francois.
1: It's always a vicious circle. Like, if you don't accessibilize your building, people would stay at home. And if people with disabilities stay at home, the... Responsible for buildings, as accessibility would say, what's the point of getting it accessible because no one's using it?
0: Davenport says in order for people with disabilities to be included and win social acceptance, they first need to be able to get through the door. So why has Western Europe done relatively little to accommodate people with physical disabilities?
1: I mean, the obvious answer and the excuse I hear are the driver's order.
0: And the old buildings just can't be made wheelchair accessible. But Davenport doesn't buy it. He thinks it's mostly indifference. We're not talking about restructuring one of the seven wonders of the world, he says.
1: No, we're talking about putting a race up, making sure public transportation is accessible.
0: On the other hand, Reed Davenport says people in Europe were always willing to help. In Naples, a group of 14-year-old boys carried him in his wheelchair on and off of a bus. He questions whether that would happen in the United States and a repairman in Brussels fixed his broken wheelchair for free. All of which makes it hard for him to generalize about countries or cultural attitudes towards disability. There
1: were close-minded people in Europe, but there are close-minded people in the United States. People help me in Europe, people help me in the United States. So it's almost impossible to pinpoint a difference In that
0: respect. Maybe it's more about individual empathy. Gavin, an Irishman with chronic progressive muscular dystrophy, who appears in Wheelchair Diaries, put it this way.
1: The moment you know somebody in a wheelchair, is the moment you look at the world differently. You start to see it the way they see it.
0: Reid Davenport's documentary, Wheelchair Diaries, is being shown at film festivals around the country. For The World, I'm Bridget McCarthy.